Welcome to Slaking Thirst, a podcast that's all about bringing the thirst deep within our hearts for love and communion to the heart of Christ, a divine heart, who is seeking our love and communion in return. The hope is that the two thirsts would meet and both thirsts would be slaked. So friends, this morning for our, our feast day of uh, the feast day celebration of St. Bartholomew, the gospel the church gives us comes from John's gospel beginning at verse 45 in the first chapter here. Uh, so I cracked open my Bible to read is this section in context, but I jumped back up a few verses and that was actually very helpful. It's, I just was just a slight recommendation every time that we go to read the scriptures, I think it's helpful to actually read them in our Bibles. And I know, I know a lot of us use the Magnificat or, you know, different Bible apps or daily mass apps, but I think it's so helpful to read the, the scripture in context as it appears in the Bible because there's, there's so much more surrounding what we get in the Mass. And what I found there actually really struck me. Um, and by the way, you might be confused that today's the feast day of St. Bartholomew, but there's no mention of Bartholomew, at least not on the surface, in the Gospels. But here's the deal. Uh, Bartholomew was the family designation. It's the family name, if you will, his last name, Nathaniel. Bar Ptolemy, right? Son of Ptolemy. So Bartholomew is uh, Nathaniel's last name. So Nathaniel, Bartholomew, same guy. Okay, clearing away misconceptions. All right, so back to the gospel. It says earlier before verse 45, it says that Jesus decided, he decided to go to Galilee. And when he got there, it says simply, and he found Philip. That's what it says. That's how John records it. Jesus decided to go to Galilee and he found Philip. He's specifically looking for Philip. He says to him, follow me, and Philip drops everything, follows him. He's all in. Then the next verse, this is 45, where it picks up today, where our gospel starts today. And Philip found Nathanael, right? Philip comes to Nathanael. We have found the one about whom Moses and the prophets wrote, Jesus, the son of Joseph. And we hear Nathanael's wonderful response, can anything good come from Nazareth, right? And he says to him, come and see. Such a wonderful invitation. So here's the dynamism, here's the dynamic that we want to hear, that we miss because it's just this section. Jesus found Philip, Philip found Nathaniel. Jesus found Philip, Philip found Nathaniel. And he invites him with that invitation again, come and see. So what's the significance? I really think right there contained in these two little verses, you find the entire dynamics of evangelization and discipleship. Right there. So here's the first question for us to ponder this morning is, who was your Philip? Might have had a few Philips, but who was, your, who was your Philip? Who was the one that Jesus sent into your life, into your world, to find you, right? And secondly, because this is how it always goes, Jesus found Philip, Philip found Nathaniel. Who's your Nathaniel? Who's your Nathaniel? Who is the person, who are the people that Jesus is sending you out to encounter and to invite? And as I was praying with this, this is just a little sidebar. As I was praying with this, I was wondering and imagining what was in Philip's face, his eyes, his voice that elicited a willingness out of Nathaniel to come and see what could possibly come from Nazareth that was good and worth uh, investigating. Right? It wasn't harsh. It wasn't critical. It wasn't condemning. It wasn't judgmental. It must have been, I don't know, enticing. There was something in his eyes a lightness, a playfulness in his eyes, an excitement, a joy that said, I have seen something, I've found something that I can't even put into words, and I want you to see it too. 
This is from uh, Pope Francis's, I think one of his best encyclicals on the joy of the gospel. Listen to this. He says, the gospel offers us the chance to live life on a higher plane, but with no less intensity. Life grows by being given away, and it weakens in isolation and comfort. Indeed, those who enjoy life most are those who leave security on the shore and become excited by the mission of communicating life to others. When the church summons Christians to take up the task of evangelization, she is simply pointing to the, to the source of authentic personal fulfillment. Pause there for a second. What the Pope is saying there is that this whole business of letting go of comfort, of going out, of sharing the good news, of sharing your faith, evangelizing, he's saying this is going to bless you. Yeah, this is going to bless them, but this is going to bless you. To be in the business of disciple-making, evangelization, sharing your faith, he's saying this is This is how you enter into the very inner dynamic of God's love, which is self-givenness, right? He's saying this is how you will grow in your humanity and flourishing. He continues, For here we discover a profound law of reality, that life is attained and matures in the measure that it is offered up in order to give life to others. This is certainly what mission means. Consequently, an evangelizer must never look like someone who has just come back from a funeral. How good is that? I love that. Let us recover and deepen our enthusiasm, that delightful and comforting joy of evangelizing, even when it is in tears that we must sow. And may the world of our time, which is searching sometimes with anguish, sometimes with hope, be enabled to receive the good news not from evangelizers who are dejected, discouraged, impatient, or anxious, but from ministers of the gospel whose lives glow with fervor, who have first received the joy of Christ. It must have been joy. It must have been joy in Philip that drew Nathaniel, and it was joy for Nathaniel that motivated him to go and be an apostle and and to lay hold to the promise of Christ even unto his own brutal martyrdom. We also have to have that same joy as we set out every day to look for our own Nathaniels. So Jesus, again, give us, pour into our hearts your Spirit's gift of joy that we would be joyful evangelizers, joyful witnesses to the gospel. Amen.